Hi, I'm April, your host of Teachable Moments with April podcast. If you're a new listener, welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. Remember, Teachable Moments are all around us. Happy listening. Welcome to Spiritual Saturday Evenings. So tonight's content is my two cents. Is it just me? So tonight we're going to look at some content from Children's Health Defense. And then I'm going to go over some notes that I've taken from some things that I've seen, some subject matter online and on social media. So when we return, we'll get into it. Welcome back. So I'm going to read some content, like I said, from Children's Health Defense. And it says, New York to track residents' food purchases and place caps on meat served by public institutions. It goes on to say, New York City will begin tracking a carbon footprint of household food consumption and putting caps on how much red meat can be served and public institutions as part of a sweeping initiative to achieve a 33% reduction in carbon emissions from food by the year 2030. Now this particular uh, article was written by Brenda Belletti, PhD, and it was published uh, last month, I believe. It goes on to say, New York City will begin tracking the carbon footprint of household food consumption and putting caps on how much red meat can be served in public institutions as part of a sweeping initiative. Okay, they already said that. Okay, I don't want to repeat the same thing. (laughs) It goes on to say, Mayor Eric Adams and representatives from the Mayor's Office of Food Policy and Mayor's Office of Climate and Environmental Justice announced the new programs last month at a Brooklyn Culinary Center run by the New York City Health and Hospitals, the city's public health care system just before Earth Day. At the event, the Mayor's Office of Climate and Environmental Justice shared a new chart to be included in the city's annual greenhouse gas inventory that uh, publicly tracks the carbon footprint created by household food consumption. Okay. The city already produced uh, emissions data from the energy use, transportation, and waste as part of the annual inventory. But the addition of household food consumption data is part of a partnership that London and New York launched with American Express, C40 Cities, and Eco Data Lab. Commissioner, oh, I can't say his name. (laughs) I can't say his name. Rohit Argawala from the New York City Department of Environmental Protection announced at the event, I'm probably butchering his name, Argawala, who founded Google's Smart City subsidiary Sidewalk Labs, celebrated the expanded data collection as forging a new standard for what cities have to do and a new way to shape policy. He said the inventory also will measure greenhouse gas pollution from the production and consumption 
of other consumer goods like apparel, whether or not those items are made in New York City. It also tracks emissions tied to services like air travel and healthcare. But Adams' presentation at the event focused on food consumption, particularly meat and dairy. He goes on to say, Food is the third biggest source of city's emissions right after buildings and transportation, Adams said. But all food is not created equal. The vast majority of food that is contributing to our emission crisis lies in meat and dairy products. He went on to add, It is easy to talk about the emissions that's coming from buildings and how it impacts our environment, but we now have to talk about beef. And I don't know if people are ready for this conversation. Adams, which is a vegan, who according to a whistleblower also eats fish, credits his plant-based diet for his recovery from diabetes. He is the author of Healthy at Last, a plant-based approach to preventing and reversing diabetes and other chronic illnesses, a vegan cookbook. Adams claims that charging, uh, I'm sorry, charging, changing New York's eating habits will have both climate and health benefits. He is quoted to say, we already know that a plant-based, a plant-powered diet is better for your physical and mental health. And I'm, and I'm living proof of that. But the reality is that thanks to this new inventory, we're finding out it's better for the planet. But agricultural economists, uh, economics, I don't know if I said that right, and regenerative, regenerative farmers, oh, look at that, regenerative farmers, says that calculation, that calculation isn't exactly that simple. Different meats have different kinds of greenhouse gas footprints because of difference in the production systems and all land is not created equal as well. Melissa McHendrick, PhD in agriculture economics at Michigan State University told the Defender, land that is suitable for cattle production such as rangeland and pasture often isn't suitable for other types of agriculture and vice versa. And all those different ecosystems for different plants and animals, when working well, work together to create a healthy ecosystem. Alternative grazing systems, like the regenerative agricultural systems that McKendry uh, researches, make it possible for pasture-raised beef, oh, it says to sequester carbon and to become a carbon sink actually reducing the greenhouse footprint of food production, okay, rather than adding to it. Regenerative livestock uh, farmer uh, Will Harris told the Defender, as a practitioner who has been regenerating depleted land for 30 plus years, I can tell you that regenerating land is about restarting the cycles of nature that have been broken by industrial farming and restarting those cycles cannot be done cost-effectively without animal impact. He concluded with this, All ecosystems evolve with certain kinds of animal impact and to say we've misused technologies to break these cycles of nature and we are going to start them back by leaving out this essential ingredient that has been around for millennia is wrong. Sadly, there is a percentage of the populace that for whatever reason has decided that animals in the ecosystem are bad and the way to have a healthier planet is to give up that animal impact.
right, so last night I was looking at some stuff online and um, on YouTube, and I came across two particular things. Now, I'm a little late, <laughs> evidently, uh, getting this particular information. I had no clue, but I do feel like not the first thing that I'm going to talk about, the recalls, but the thing after I talk about the recalls. Okay, so that has to do with uh, actually food that is served in fast food in, in, in particular, okay? And in the content that I just read from the uh, children's defense. Okay, so let me just get this out because I've been meaning to do this. So, okay, so the first thing is the recalls on um, some very well-known and um, popular multi-purpose uh, cleaners. Um, which is Fabuloso and Pine Sol. So now evidently the Pine Sol products, um, the recall was six months ago. Now Fabuloso was about three months ago. Okay, so Pine Sol was first and then Fabuloso. Okay, so I looked at many 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 actual videos on YouTube videos as well as shorts which anyone I, I'm, I'm assuming that everyone is familiar with the shorts they're just that they're shorts they're within seconds you know they're seconds they're not a long you know they're not a full episode they're not a full video um, so you get the information quick and those are usually on YouTube but they're popular on TikTok and and wherever else on social media okay what I found interesting about all of this, and I, I wondered this right away, I thought the whole purpose of cleansers, okay, were to clean <laughs> all types of debris, bacteria, dirt, anything cons that is the opposite, is the opposite of clean, okay? all type of surfaces the floors the walls tabletops you have it okay uh, your garbage can um, all, all types of thing that you want to kill germs bacteria because when things smell it's because there's a presence of bacteria i'm not a bacteriologist i if that's even a thing <laughs> or anything like that that was just my understanding as a regular citizen of the world okay but in these videos they made the distinction when they were asked when they asked experts not necessarily people that work for um the companies that make fabulous or pine saw which i believe it is colgate palmolive okay i believe i believe that to be so okay is that there's a difference between disinfectant and multi-purpose cleaners okay I'll give you that okay but I was one I couldn't help but wonder why why these were were recalled and the reason why they said they were recalled is a presence of a, a popular or common let me not say popular common bacteria okay so then I started as I'm sitting there and I'm just like binge watching all these videos well, if this is to clean something, how is it corrupted? <laughs> Maybe that's too strong of a word. 
with some type of bacteria because that's the whole purpose of cleansers, is it not? But when the experts, as they say, and I'm not denying they're not experts, explain that there is a difference between disinfectants and multi-purpose uh, cleaners, which it seemed to me, even with the pine saw, let's start the pine saw which was recalled six months ago. They made the distinction that the pine saw original scent is a disinfectant, okay? And it's not, it's not affected by this particular bacteria that they say is everywhere. It's literally everywhere around us. And it's even, um, well, it's most commonly found in soil, hmm, okay, to diesel fluid. Fuel, not fluid, fuel. It, it is, can be found there, but it's most common in soil. So I'm trying to figure out how did it get inside the bottle, but we'll get to that. Okay, so pine salt, okay, the original scent um, is okay. It's a disinfectant. Now, pine salt orange, pine salt lemon, pine salt uh, lavender, not okay. It is infected or corrupted, not infected, corrupted or tainted. Maybe that's the word I should use with this bacteria. Okay, so still I'm kind of wrestling with this. So if it's not original, then why is the scented ones? Now, original scent is a scent. It is pine. That's why it's called pine salt. Am I, am I correct? Okay. So I'm still like sitting there like, okay, I'm still trying to figure this out. Okay, so let's go past that. Disinfecting, that's the key, disinfecting, not multi-purpose. And then people, every person that did a video was saying that you need to read the labels. Now, I'm not sure if they're telling you to read the labels to make sure that what you're buying is a disinfectant. I think that's part of it, okay? And versus a multi purpose cleaner. So multi-purpose cleaners that are not disinfectants and are scented are more susceptible to bacteria that's found in soil being in it. Okay. I'm not okay with it, but okay. So then we move on to Fabuloso, which is a multi-purpose, a multi-purpose cleaner. All of them. All of them are, but specifically not just all of them. It's the ones that were made at the end of last year, December, and the beginning of this year in January 2023. Now, with also what I find interesting is that it's not a disinfectant, but because of this bacteria, now all of their scent, all of their scents, all of their products are scented. And there's a wide variety. I actually love, 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 love Fabuloso, and my favorite is the lavender one. They're very extensive. Now, I looked at another video. This is a little bit off topic. Is that it's actually a product that was made and used in Venezuela. I didn't know that. That's just a fun fact. But at some point, they moved it from there and they start to make it in Mexico. And then when they did that, that's how we were able to use this, this wonderful product um, that smells heavenly. But now they're saying that it is completely and utterly toxic. If it was from December to you bought it there. If you bought it from December 2022 to the beginning of this year, 2023, if you bought it on Amazon, if you bought it at Dollar Tree, Home Depot, 
they named a lot of places and all the places where I buy it. <laughs> it's where all the places that I buy it. And that you should not even open it because if you were to open it, it's like it's almost like it's nuclear, like some kind of uh, like a bomb almost. And I, I, I'm just sitting there like you should not warning, warning, not even open it. It is completely and utterly toxic and it will enter through your eyes, your nose, your ears. I'm like, what? I mean, just totally and completely like you are holding a live grenade, like you pull the pin out of it. Almost like Chernobyl, which that's a grenade and that's, you know, radiation, nuclear radiation. But yeah, and I'm just sitting there like, I had no clue, no clue. I got Fabuloso all up and through here. What? So the next piece to this is this. <clears throat> it says, so they, I start to look at the videos. I start to see that they start to actually have experts. Now, like I said, to the best of my knowledge, the experts that they have are not necessarily people that work for, uh, the company that manufactures or makes uh, Fabuloso or Pine Sol. Now, this particular expert, I'm sorry I didn't write down their names from these different, um, these different videos and interviews, but one of the experts says something very curious and it stuck in my mind. He says something along the lines of when asked because people want to know how did it get in there what is it you know and um he said it was a mistake or they made a mistake okay so i'm gonna let that marinate it was a mistake or they made a mistake what does that mean i'm still trying to piece together how did a bacteria get inside of a and there they do very well it was in millions of bottles they gave an exact number but it's literally i don't want to i don't i don't know i just know it was millions millions of bottles made from last year december 2022 until like i said a bottles with this bacteria that's in it that is commonly found in soil what is the process now i'm very very curious and i haven't looked this up yet what is the process of them making a multi-purpose cleaner that would somehow introduce if you will this bacteria in it how do they make it i'm 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 now i'm very intrigued and for this expert to say it was a mistake or they made a mistake, do you, do you feel me on this? How is it that that is, how is that in a cleaner? The word clean, cleaner, cleaning, it's used for cleaning. How is a bacteria that's found up in the soil up in a cleaner? And they made a mistake. I remember what he said. He said it was a mistake or they made a mistake. But, but they don't go any further than that. Now, I realize, like I said, this individual, to the best of my knowledge, does not work for that company. But he is an, an expert on 
cleaning products, I guess. Okay. An expert, I'm guessing. Okay. So I'm still like wrestling with this. It's just piquing my interest because that's how I am. So now let me look further into my notes. Okay. So I wondered what exactly is the connection or is there, it has to be some type of connection between some dangerous common bacteria and scented products. Now I might've already said this, so I apologize. I'm an older woman, so I may repeat some things. Okay. And, and does scented, having scent in a product, a cleaning product, or other products compromise the product. Do you feel what I'm saying? Do you, do, you, do you feel me? Does having some type of scent in a cleaning product compromise it somehow? Not just cleaning products. Okay, so then, like I said, experts said it's actually a very common bacteria that is pretty much in everything. These are fluid. Okay, I keep saying fluid fuel. And then it says how, and then I wrote down how ironic that cleaners in general are used for the sole purpose of cleaning. Okay, dirt soil. Did I miss something? I mean, I, I'm, and then another thing, it was people that were posting on TikTok and they said there were people showing the product, speaking on the recall and saying under no circumstances to pour it down the toilet. Why? Now, they told you already, as I already ranted about it, is don't even open it. Okay, warning, warning, don't even open it. But what would happen if you were to open it and just pour it down the toilet? Now, that was there was a lot of TikTok videos saying, no matter what you do, and people saying, no matter what you do, do not pour it down the toilet. So this gets into how they treat our sewer system, the water treatment. So what would happen if I were to try to get rid of this product, okay, not just by throwing it away, but pour, open it up and pour it down the toilet, what would happen? What would happen? Now, this is another thing that occurred to me. You, you uh, listen to this and see if it makes sense. If this bacteria that that is allegedly in this product is there and it's in everything around us wouldn't we have built up some type of resistance to it why would it be so lethal or toxic or tainted if we were exposed to it in these products or just in general does that make sense because you have, like with all things, you have good bacteria, bad bacteria. That is true. But by it being so common and in everything, why is it so toxic or tainted or dangerous if it's in fact in these products? That's just a thought. That's just a question. Wouldn't we already have built up some type of resistance to it? Okay, so this leads me to the tie-in of what I read earlier from the children's defense. The oddity by me looking this up, then another video popped up and it is from Epic Times. Okay, Epic Times. And there's a young man on there. I forget his last name, but his first name is Roman. And he started to talk. Oh, it said facts matter with Roman. And then he has a last name that I cannot <laughs> pronounce. 
um, but he is very a very effective journalist. The name of the video was, uh, or the topic of the video had to do with chicken sandwiches in fast food, uh, uh, fast food restaurants. Okay, it says very little chicken is in these sandwiches. Now, this is not exactly breaking news, okay? Um, with most foods, okay, I have come across, but I haven't delved too deep into the fake food um, industry, okay? There is a whole industry of fake food. Um, I started to come to the realization on my own, and if I went to school <laughs> in a public school setting, and a lot of the lunches I was not very happy with, and um, because I wondered where it even came from, okay? And I went to school back in the day, okay? So even then, you were kind of like, what is this? mystery meat okay restaurants yes i'm not exactly it's not like a breaking news for me but it is kind of disturbing once people start to uncover what is actually in this food allegedly okay so like i said <clears throat> this gentleman went into it and he basically talked about every major um fast food restaurant you can think of some that are here where I am and some that are not. From Subway, McDonald's, Wendy's, uh, Burger... I mean, whatever they serve chicken sandwiches, okay? He just focused on chicken sandwiches. And it went on to say that there's very little percentage of chicken in it. it it's made of seaweed, soy. And I'm not against soy and I'm not against seaweed because I love sushi. Um, but when you start to say there's wood pulp in it, then we got a problem. And then you got all this other smoke flavoring, flavors and spices. I love spices. I love herbs, special herbs and spices. I love it. I love me some chicken. But, um, this other stuff with like wood pulp and all this other, uh, shenanigans with this, what exactly is everybody eating? So this is what the tie-in is with the children's defense. So I'm looking at here. So let me read it again, just the top part. New York City will begin tracking the carbon footprint of household food consumption. So that's in your house, okay? And putting caps on how much red meat can be served in public institutions. Okay, so they're making it seem like this initiative is happening now, and this is in New York. Okay, if the food is not for real, no way. What are you, what are you uh, capping? What are you following because the chicken sandwiches onto themselves ain't really chicken so what are we really following can anybody tell me so i guess my final thoughts are these i'm not trying to um be depressing i'm not trying to be negative i'm not trying to do any of those things when i look up these things and i discuss them i want to pass along things that i did not know and that i am learning even if they are sort of disheartening because who wants to believe that they're not actually eating uh what i would consider for uh less you know uh uh, uh 
loss of a better word is real food you think you're eating chicken when you're eating um highly seasoned um wood pulp okay i'm not a vegan and i'm not a vegetarian and i'm not against vegans or vegetarians i think that all people should be the healthier version of themselves i'm i wouldn't consider myself a complete healthy eater i eat things that I shouldn't eat I feel like everybody else you know um but I do think people should be more forthcoming in what they're actually uh serving you and then when you read certain documents and when you look at certain news feeds and people are talking about all these initiatives that they are putting into place that sound great but then you find out later that they actually may be following something else because if you're not you're not serving real meat anyway what are you actually following that's just my thought process i might sound crazy i may sound illogical but if you've already different the powers that be are already serving if they're not serving meat what it is if we're going to use the chicken sandwich as an example as we've already talked about There is very little chicken in these chicken sandwiches. What you're eating is soy, seaweed, and a bunch of spices and herbs, and wood pulp. So it's not actually meat anyway. So when we hear these things and you keep talking about climate uh, control and you keep talking about uh, tracking and reducing and minimizing and reducing the carbon footprint through food, If the food isn't actually food, then what are you actually tracking? That, to me, is just a given. It's not my perception. It is what it is. Okay, so you just seasoned up some wood pulp and then made it and it made it look in the form of chicken or a filet or a tenderloin or whatever chicken nugget. It ain't nothing about it. Chicken like. Okay, chicken little, chicken like. Okay. Um, And then when people speak on it, then people get upset and say that you are starting something, you are uh, putting out misinformation. No, no, we're taking the information that is out there, okay? This isn't actually chicken, and we're just speaking on it. We have a right and we have a voice to speak on it because we're the ones you're trying to serve some flavor, highly flavored wood pulp to. Okay, so who who else you going to ask? Who who else has a saying in it? Like I said, I love chicken. I love it. Okay, but if you're trying to give me some highly seasoned wood, then you don't expect me to say nothing? Come on now. So I'm just trying to say, I mean, like I said, I'm not against vegan or vegetarian or anything. And not to say that I won't be, won't be, well, evidently they're already serving us something that ain't chicken. So it's kind of (laughs) like, although I don't know any vegans or vegetarians that are sitting around eating wood pulp, they're eating plant-based and I guess maybe a tree is a plant, is it not? Okay, cool. But you eating like, what you eating like the bark? You eating the bark and it's flavored, flavored bark. So to me, this harkens to not so much getting upset with the humans and I've spoken about this, is the, it is the spirit, the spirits or the entities behind this. Because to me, this is pure lies. So who is the father of the lie? Satan. So somehow this goes back to this 
when you're thinking about the the things that are going on in this world and in this society, because who in their right mind is going to be serving other people things like this? Who? There has to be a driving force behind it. It has to be something that has such contempt. Do you not feel the contempt behind it? So for those of you who have not made up your mind in regards to who you follow, you really need to, I mean, you don't have to listen to me, okay? I'm an imperfect human being. I don't rule anything. I don't run anything, okay? I'm just like you. But you really have to question who you are following, because to me, when you when when someone loves someone else, they are not going to do the things that certain things to them. Okay, so if Satan is your friend and you think Satan is cool and he's got your back, he is behind all of this. Okay, and literally everything that we are looking at and is being uncovered by God. This is being uncovered by God. Is God perpetrating this? No, he is not. The perpetrator behind this is Satan. God is lifting the veil, okay? Lifting the spirit of deception that has been put on all of us. Like I said, there are a lot of things that I am still in the dark and I'm starting to see as I try to grow closer to God to see to have discernment through God's Holy Spirit that there are things that are going on here that we have all been blind to. Now, some people have been seeing it for a while. I'm one of the people that I was blinded. I'll be the first to admit it, okay? I, I There were so many things, like now I sit here and I'm like, okay, on some level, I was like, something's not right with that, but I couldn't truly see what was going on in front of me, even though I had an awareness to an extent, very limited, that something is wrong here. Just like people taking pictures. Now, when you look at people taking pictures, whether it be on social media or whatever, people, you know, they start having this, the, the, they're doing the things with the hands. Okay. With the signals and signs and hand gestures. I would notice it, but I never really gave much thought to it. But see, everything has a meaning. And some people may say, oh, you're reading too much into that. Oh, come on. You know, they're just doing this. They're just doing it that. See, we go back to it's just this and it's just that. And when you say that, that's when you really have to look closer at it because that is one of the the tools, that little thing that they hide behind where you kind of put it, oh, it's just this, oh, it's harmless, or no, it's not. And I'm starting to see that I may be getting off topic. That's another thing. I may be getting off topic. But yeah, so you really have to look. So if, if you do not believe in God, if you do not believe in the devil, if you're not, whatever your belief system, if you haven't come to a certain, um, uh, you haven't picked side have picked a side or come into your walk of faith you really I would like to invite you to really think about what I'm saying do you feel do you not feel that there's something behind all of this that wishes you harm okay 
that wishes you, I hate to say it, that you die. I, I, I don't I don't take any enjoyment out of this because I'm right along with you. I'm in this world with you. But everything that's being uncovered, everything from straightening your hair to wearing deodorant to all kind of aerosol sprays, the food that we uh, the food that we eat, the things that we drink, the things that we put on our body, the things that are in our environment, everything is it's like this this uncovering or unveiling that it is an utter toxicity that something is trying to do you harm. So do you think that this entity is an ally? He is not. Because when you care for something, you take care of it and you protect it. You don't try to destroy it and poison it. So, like I said, don't just listen, you know, solely to me. I would like you to listen to me. But if you haven't made a decision and you're still on the fence, pray to God. Pray to Jehovah God, not to Satan. Pray to Jehovah God. And ask to become closer to him and to to have eyes that see. To see with your eyes, to hear with your ears, because there is a deep Deception. It is a spirit of deception. And I never, when I was younger, I, I, I didn't see it because I was under the spirit of deception and I was young. And when you're younger, you tend to think that you are, whether you admit it or not, you're invincible. Okay. Um, as you get older and you start to live and you start to see things, you start to say, okay, something is going on here and I really need to pay attention. But that doesn't mean just because you're younger that you don't need to, you know, pay attention to these things because we're in a season now where things are winding down. I think we all would have to, who who can discern that, can see there is something very, very different happening here. There are things, there's nothing new under the sun, but things are happening at at like lightning speed. Okay? Lightning speed. And it is very imperative that you get right with the forces that you need to get right with and have to see that there is something out there, okay, that means you harm, okay, that has a certain disdain and literal hatred for humankind, a hatred for humankind. I can feel it and you can feel it. And, and, and see it mirrored in people who follow Satan. Have you ever looked at somebody or, or realized somebody was looking at you and when you looked at them, it's like a coldness? It's like you're looking into a black void or pure hatred. You don't know this person, but it is the spirit that is behind that individual then they may know it and they may not know it. I couldn't answer that, to be honest with you. That's why so many things are happening. And it's and it's just at such a rampant rate. You must be vigilant. And you must be careful. just listening to Teachable Moments with April podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. 
We invite you to stay connected with us on our social media platforms, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. We also encourage you to join the Teachable Moments with April podcast family by becoming a paid subscriber. As always, be well and stay blessed. Until next time.